Schemers and grifters and wannabe inventors are trying to get your money so they can get rich real fast. But Jesse and Mike are here to set things right with your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast. Because you don't need that bullshit. No, you don't need that crap. You don't need a toaster that you program with an app. You just grab some headphones. You folks are all in luck. Mike and JEF are back with your Kickstarter Sucks. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say um, thank you for doing the show. I'm calling from uh, not Brooklyn, but Manhattan, and uh, I do love listening to your show while I'm trying to fall asleep because you guys are very low energy, but also funny, so it helps relax me to sleep. I also like to listen to the show when I'm awake. Uh, I left a similar message a few months ago, but I guess maybe you didn't uh, put it on the show because you don't like hearing women's voices. But anyway, uh, even if you don't put it on the show, thanks. Keep up the good work. Bye. Hey, everybody. It's YKS. This is episode 51. It's good to be back after... Um, I quit the show in episode 50, I think, so yep. good to come back in episode 51. Welcome back, JF. Welcome Thanks a back lot. to Thanks. the podcast. Thanks. I saved you a seat. <laughs> uh, how come you're pointing to your face right now? Yeah, you know why. Um, Jesse Farrar here with you. Mike Hale across from me. We both got a belly full of tacos, which is, I mean, it's not really a part of the show, but look, that's what we ate. Yeah. So. Went to Taco Bell. You ever heard of it? It's a little local place we got here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's called Taco Bell. You might not like it if you're not used to authentic yeah. flavors. If you're used to stuff like uh, Burger King or something like right. that. This yeah. is on a whole nother level. Yeah. This is uh, Mexican food done right, I think. so. It really is. Had a great <clears throat> experience there. We'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to talk about the 50th episode, the fallout from the 50th episode. I mean... Uh, heard around the world, no doubt, by this mm-hmm. point. Um, took me a long time to get it up, and I will not be taking questions on that at this time. Um, yeah, it took you a long time to get it up. Are we talking about... Um, oh, no. Yeah, you kind of set me up for this one. Now I'm going to knock it out of the park. Okay, I put it up on a tee, and now I'm Big Mike Hale stepping up to the plate. The crowd roars. <sighs> we want Mike. We want yeah. Mike. Uh, I had a hard time getting it up. Right. Did you, are you talking about your penis when you go to have sex sometimes? Yeah. Cause it's hard to get out hard on. Yep. And, uh, uh he dribbles it to the mm-hmm. pitcher. Uh, and it's a, it's a triple play. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's talking about editing the show, a laborious process, but a labor of love for me, you know? Um, you did a good job on it. It did skip around, and a lot of it seemed to be there. So what he's referencing, a lot of people may not realize this, Mike does not listen to the shows, and why would he? He's a part of them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to listen to your own thing, right? I go in, I get it done, and I get out of there. Yeah. Wash my hands the entire thing. And a lot of times, we actually don't even get it done. A lot of times, you just get in, and then you leave, and then you wash your hands of that. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy to hear that you're washing your hands. <laughs> so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. I know we uh, we got a lot of people saying, hey, you know, this is the best one yet. Yeah. Where is it going to go from here? No way you can top this. Surely you might as well just shut it down now. In fact, that's what I'm requesting. Uh, please stop making episodes. Yeah, we've I gotten heard, a lot of emails like that. Heard that one people. a lot. But we can't stop now because we're on a roll, baby. This is episode 51 of the podcast that right. we do. And this one's going to be 
one better than the last one. They're going to get incrementally better. In fact, I think it's a lot like the uh, system they use to rate hurricanes, you know, where it's like a, <clears throat> like a Category 6 isn't just slightly better than a Category 5. Yeah. It's like... Leaps and bounds. It's like exponentially, dude. Also, I think it only goes up to five. Yeah. So it's kind of like that uh, that amplifier from that movie I've never seen. Yeah. The fake rock band where it goes all the way up to 11. Yeah, Spinal Tap. Yeah. That's what the badass meteorologist says when he comes in. This one goes up to six. And they're like, dude, it's only, there's only, there's only goes up to five. Not this one. Not this one. Because that's how fucking cool it is. What, dude? <laughs> the world's coolest hurricane, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a badass hurricane. Uh, thanks to the computer for that as well. Uh, great. Uh, my, my Windows machine is clean of viruses. So that's good. That's You know what? That's the risk of the aux cord right there, Mike. Live by the aux cord. Die by the aux cord. 50th episode. Yeah. What was your favorite part of it, um, looking back? Do you th- is there anything you think we got wrong? Do you think we got it all right? Was it a perfect A-plus from your end? I think it was mostly all right. I think the, we could have tightened up the editing process a little bit, made it, maybe make it take uh, one or two days instead of the seven days that it took. Right. But right. Uh, I don't know what we could possibly do about that. Yeah. JF, if you have any ideas, sure. Uh, go ahead and just toss them uh, out there. Yeah. Um, it was it was only four days, so I'm not going <clears throat> to get into this. You know what? We'll talk about this off the mic, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll bring my talking gloves. They're big and red. <laughs> We're going to fight each other over it. So I hope you enjoyed that. Hey, uh, we'll do 50 more for you guys at least, unless one of us uh, dies of heart failure between now and uh, what, summer of 2019. So... Uh, now, next thing I want to talk about, I alluded to this earlier, Taco Bell. We got a belly full of Taco Bell. Let's talk about our Taco Bell order. People are going to want to know. What would you get? I got the grilled stuffed burrito. Right. And the guy at the window. Yep. Not he gave you nice, a little, right? He gave you a little something extra to take home. <clears throat> no, I'm not the, talking uh, about sauce packets. No, I'm not talking about Baja Blast. I'm talking about yeah. an insult that will last a lifetime. Yeah, he said, hey, you fucking pig said that to me as I was over yeah. Pickles was in the back, but he wasn't addressing him. He was looking right at me. Yeah. No, he said, uh, I, I guess this Unprompted. is... Unprompted. I guess this is his second job, because right. his first job had to be the carnival guess your age game guy, because he said, uh, what did he say? How did he start it off? The first thing he said was... Yeah, we pull up to the window. Nothing about the money. <clears throat> yeah. Just right out of the gate... He guessed your age. He said, what are you about in your uh, mid-40s? He didn't even... No, no, no. He didn't ask. Yeah. He stated. Uh, he looked at you. He said, uh, I would say maybe looking at you early to mid-40s. Um, That's what he said to again, you. Again, totally unprompted. No relevance. There's no context for this. No one else was standing around like, oh, I wonder if he's going to do it this time. Yeah. It was just this, like he was just freelancing. Guy, just... Very strange. He was just tired. Like, he was a joke with his coworkers. Like, look, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm not in my mid-40s. No, you're not. Uh, He said, I looked like I'm 40 years old because I have gray hair. Yeah, he said, hey, because of the gray hair, which is cool, because that's how you know he's, like, 21. Yeah. And he doesn't know anything. Doesn't know about gray hair. Yeah. About it just starts creeping in on you. It'll happen to you, too, kid. You think you're hot shit now working the Taco Bell (laughs) drive-thru. Yeah. Think you're cool. Wait till you get a little bit older. And you are cool, but... Obviously. 
<laughs> How old did he look? He looked about uh, he looked about fifty years old oh, to me. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and then he, yeah, so he mentioned your gray hairs, and then I leaned down, uh, and he 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 guesses mine right on the number. It's funny. It's like I guess I look my age. I don't know. Um, yeah, but or I want, you, or you just go there every day, and he's told you this already this week. Hey, Jesse, is that you? I'm not saying we worked this out in advance where he would insult you and I would give him one extra dollar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, kind of cool. I told him not to do this uh, for women especially. Um, kind of an ally, JF. Well. Kind of a hero, male feminist. You know, to me, women are queens, and I think we need to treat them like that. So mm-hmm. it's funny that this guy doesn't feel that way. But all the best to him. Obviously, he's uh, he's got it under control. Like he said, he's he's pretty good at it. So, and that's Taco Bell number four thousand five hundred and eighteen. <laughs> um, so look that up. Check it out. Uh, and report him. Yeah. For saying I look forty years old. Yeah. I look bad. Let's uh, let's do a it's denial of fault. service attack on that Taco Bell. Yeah, we can't get our orders. Nah. Just straight up hacking. I'm in. I'm into the taco frame. Uh, so that was the Taco Bell review of the day. Uh, is it's been a big week, Mike? We had St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny boy! Hey, what's up, Danny boy? I actually don't know which day it was. Which day was it? I think it was yesterday. Okay, so kind of giving it away <laughs> um, when this is when this is happening. Oh boy! Um, yeah, I, I kind of felt like people were talking about it on Friday, even. Maybe it was Friday. I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't pay attention to these holidays that are just made up. Okay. Fake holidays celebrating Irish. So you heritage. think the Irish holiday just, is nobody's Irish? <laughs> Get out of here. Controversial opinion. Uh, no one is Irish. Um, so you didn't do anything special then. Well, I um, <clears throat> special. No, I uh, did the same cool shit I always do, Dance. which is boiled your dinner. Smoke weed and play video games. <laughs> so, I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. You didn't do anything fun with the kid? You didn't hide a leprechaun? Like leprechaun on the shelf, yeah. Leprechaun on the shelf. No, I didn't do that. You didn't do that. The he kids love ce- that. He doesn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day because he's a uh, alcoholic. Oh. He's in the meetings and everything like that. He's got that little chip, coin chips and everything. Wow. I don't know. This guy's a whole. Sh- he's got a whole set of problems, and he looks forty. Yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? Yeah. Well, that can that can happen sometimes. Uh, bad genes, I guess. Um, well, uh, so hopefully everyone else had a great St. Patrick's Day and didn't uh, wake up at four a.m. with a splitting headache and a belly full of diarrhea. Not saying anyone here did, mm-hmm. um, and even if I was saying that, I wouldn't say which one of us it was. Um, and I would ask that you also not say which one of us it was. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, hopefully that didn't happen to you guys. Hey, let's let's move on. Let's go. What's the next holiday coming up? What do we got next? Uh, this is March. Probably got Easter coming up. Dipping some eggs. So let's look forward to dipping some eggs. Um, let's just concentrate on those eggs from here on out. <laughs> I'm trying to visualize those eggs right now. Um, what do you say we do the six pack now, Mike? Okay. <laughs> Thank you to Drew Toothpaste for the six-pack theme. Uh, the six-pack, um, in the past we've made a joke about laboriously explaining it, 
but you know what I'm going to do this time? I'm not going to say a damn word yeah. about what it is. Oh, so. boy. We're going to get the letters now. What you go? What is that segment you guys yeah. did on the podcast? I had no idea what it was. I was yeah. skipping around, and you guys didn't explain it at the, at the beginning and at the end. I'm lost here. Hey, take it up with the other guys, okay? Yeah. You're on your own as far as I'm concerned. Good luck. I'm throwing you in the deep end. You ever see that thing where people say that's the way to teach, teach your kids how to swim? You just yeah. throw them in the throw deep them end? in the pool, yeah. With a rock around their ankle? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about the... Is that... And then you cover the pool up? That might be... We might have read different things. And there. there's no water in the pool either. <laughs> so... I don't know. But anyways, that's what we're doing to you guys. So good fucking luck figuring this one out. You're so damn smart. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, even though you don't know what it is, I'm going to say, Mike, take it away, because I'm not, I'm not even going to say that one of the things we do is we go back and forth. I won't even say that. The first thing out of the six that we have here, because we do six of them, okay. I'm not well, going to say more than that. Let's, okay. It's called Lampix. It's Intelligent Interactive Tabletop AR. Um, AR means, of a- course, a- assault AR, rifle. Mm, that's one. That's one way to say it. Yeah. Okay. That's one thing. AR AR fifteen assault rifle fifteen. It's the fifteenth version of the thing that they invented. So yeah. They had to- just like it's just take for example Star Wars. Mm. So Star Wars, uh, uh, Star Wars one is the first one that they ever did. Yeah. It's the first one ever recorded, and the sixth one, for instance, is is the sixth one. So it just makes sense that AR fifteen is the same way. And. Um, yeah, when they when they got to the fifteenth one, they were like, "Yeah, this is going to blow some heads." Yeah, of the little kids away. Yeah, this is going to just this one's good. They do have a kids edition. Have you so seen it? So they stopped a uh, kids edition of the AR fifteen. Is that real? Mm-hmm. No, I've not seen it. Yeah. Hello Kitty. <clears throat> um, that's probably true. I don't know. It probably is. Hey, this is called Lampix JF. All right. This is a tabletop AR system, uh, alternate reality, I think it is. That's not what that is. What is it? It's augmented. Yeah, like I said. The reality is the same. I said augmented, I think. So half credit on that? I will give you half credit, yeah. Uh, This is like a tabletop display thing. It's a lamp, first off, so it looks, it's functional. But it projects uh, like stuff on like a table, and like you can control stuff. Yeah, uh, using like the little projected maps on the because table. It, because it's a computer as well, so it's also able to detect inputs by the way you touch the table. So in the past, um, this made this made me immediately think of the um, well, the Microsoft Surface. Yeah, that's this, what it was called, the, right? The, the table version was called the Surface. Yeah, a long time ago. And then um, and then they stopped making it because it was so stupid. Yeah, it was expensive as fuck and so stupid. Yeah. And like, uh, I just remembered like HP had had one of these things called the uh, fuck what was it called? It was called the Sprout. It was oh. an all-in-one computer that had like a fucking thing jutting out of the top of it. That was like a projector that projected on like the table, so you didn't have to have like a keyboard or whatever. Oh, but um, that, I, I still see the like infrared keyboard if you ever look at like Hammaker Schlemmer or something. Like. Yeah, or like. Yeah. Like fourth-hand technology resellers. It just doesn't work correctly. And even if it did, uh, hey, maybe it's not great to tap your fingers on a desk. Yeah. Like, that's a bad tactile experience. It's not going to catch on. It's yeah. bad technology. There's no use case for it. Like, um, you're not going to... Because the, the, what you want when you're inventing a product like is to get it into as many hands or mm-hmm. households as possible, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to pick up. 
this isn't going to pick up momentum. Yeah, this is like a. You ever notice how um, now we have we have LCDs for menus in places? Yeah, um, like fast food joints and shit like that. Or like if you go to a uh, <clears throat> there's a local movie theater over here. It's a smaller chain. It's a national chain, but it's a smaller chain. Um, and they just recently replaced their like coming soon. Uh, like posters, yeah, their little units that they have there, and swap out the posters. What's coming soon with TVs? Mm-hmm. So now we run a we run an LCD or whatever. Just yeah, the digital signage stuff. Yeah, twenty four hours a day, um, so that we can see what's coming soon. And to me, that feels like we just had way too many LCDs. Like, well, uh, <clears throat> let's so let's convince companies that now that you can do this with it, and that's what this is fucking like. Like, uh, hey, we have too many uh, fucking projectors. Let's put one in a lamp. Yeah. Just sucks. Well, the the idea, I guess, what they're saying is like the technology is so cheap. Like, uh, you know, SpaceX or whatever is cost right. prohibitive to travel in space for. But now, as years go by and uh, the technology gets, like, more and more affordable, people are, like, doing stuff with this. But there's no... Uh, the problem with this is the same problem with the majority of the other Kickstarters that we put on here. It's like uh, there's no use for it yeah it's not gonna in fact they're very upfront about uh hey hopefully somebody else will come up with a use for this yeah they they're giving out the api and stuff um i don't know man this is a big stinker to me it sucks it really does suck because they're putting a lot of effort into it and hoping it will be this platform um but uh but you know if microsoft which has uh, had at one time a complete monopoly <laughs> yeah. over operating systems, could not figure out how to make a table useful. Yeah, that's another, right? That's another problem with, like, a lot of the shit on here, like, um, or a lot of the crowdfunding, like, product websites. It's, the majority of the shit's already either been done by larger studios like Apple and Microsoft or their R&D departments. Like, there's no way they haven't looked into it. So right. you're not, like, some genius who just came up with this shit, right? Sure. Some bigger company, uh, for sure, has thought of this, and it's not passed. Yeah. Which is not to the say they can't mustard. make mistakes, you know. Yeah. But, but it's not a great... Uh, you know, in the video they show, like, people... Uh, they, they say that it can learn to identify objects or whatever... So basically what they have is like a, a table and there's like a little circle and then you put like a coin in it and then eventually it figures out that's a coin. Yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, why, why, is, this cons- this is, why is this a consumer product? You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's not. Yeah, it shouldn't be a consumer product at all. It's just a, I don't know. It's a, a fucking stepping stone for something, but we yeah. don't even need the end goal of it. I don't know. It's what could really- you possibly learn from this like down the road like what is the like self-driving cars you have we're going on a fucking tangent here we've, we've brought up spacex i know it's now up. self-driving cars <laughs> you got a big hard on for elon musk is your problem i don't have a hard on at all i think if this would if this would ever be <laughs> if this was ever useful it would be the second third fourth generation of this technology yeah and the the way you get that shit done is you get acquired and this is what's really weird about kickstarter now is the companies are now seeing it as a place to get acquired. Yeah. Um, we talked about, we've talked about every episode. It seems like that stupid fucking flying security drone for your house. And we, uh, we really ragged on it and said how stupid it was, but now they'll probably dissolve that product and use the technology 
whatever it is, whatever in there is proprietary. I have no idea what would even, even be in there. Even if they don't you... use it, they got acquired. So who the fuck cares? Yeah, they don't care. The fucking guy who came up with it's like sitting pretty. So now I wonder if this is what <laughs> Kickstarter is going to morph into is uh, things that have no chance of ever actually being made. Speaking of morph, you hear Morph Man died. <laughs> morph Man died. Morph Man died, dude. Uh, yeah, this is a big stinker. I don't like it. And they want two hundred grand for it. Mm. Uh, I was on board until that. Ten grand of two hundred grand. Uh, Twenty-seven days to go for the Olympics. Um, best case scenario, they trick some idiot CEO into thinking this is the next big platform. Snapchat or something. Imagine, imagine apps for this, like. Like, you know how hard it was to get apps for, I mean, talk, we talk about Microsoft. You know how hard it was to get apps for a Windows phone? <clears throat> yeah. Like, it fucking sucked. But now we're going to talk about, oh, well, I got, I, got, I got a new app for my open API table lamp. Jesus Christ. You know what I think it is more than anything? It's, uh, there's no, I think, I think they have to come up with uh, a way to inject marketing into it or nobody's going to pay attention to it. Like, uh, if you get these big marketers on board, like Pepsi or something. Yeah. Brand it. I don't know. The Pepsi Even then, lamp. it's fucking stupid. I do like that. Put it in every hotel room. There's got to be something, right? Either, either you can inject ads into it or you can harvest the data or there's got to be some other goal. I kind of like that idea. What, so what if, it's a, what if you put it in hotels, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So instead of having the, the smart bar where you get charged if you move a peanut, now you can uh, you can leave the fridge unlocked and leave it open, and then you can go over to uh, the table, and whatever you put on the table, it charges you for. And if, it's, and if, you, get up, if you hook up with Pepsi and you put a Coke down, um, they kick you out of the room. If you just so if you just it's all dependent on if you leave it on the table. What if you set it on the fucking nightstand well, or something? Okay, then you build it into the ceiling fan. Every surface yeah. has one of these fucking things in it now. Yeah, that's a good idea. Welcome to the future, baby. Marriott, give us a call. Your table is tattling on you. We want to put cameras in your rooms. <laughs> I mean, we want to put more cameras in your rooms. Obviously, <laughs> there's already cameras in your rooms. I mean, it was a great documentary about that. Some foyer guy you talking about the guy with the the crazy hotel he had like built up oh yeah into dude. the ceiling that's so good that's fucking nuts what's the guy's name what did that i can't think of it but i read the big Gay talisi i think is his name what is that it <clears throat> i think it is yeah the i think big... it's gay talisi what yeah. yeah it is gay talisi it's a documentary um that guy wrote a book about the hotel guy oh yeah okay yeah so yeah, yeah he wrote it he wasn't the hotel guy yeah he wasn't the hotel guy but yeah. the fucking that story's so good. I think it's called Voyeur. I forget. Yeah, what it's he called. he wrote it over like like a thirty year period or something. Yeah, like, very strange. About this hotel or motel guy mm-hmm. who just had like cameras in the rooms and stuff. But also, he would physically go up over the rooms and look down into them. Yeah, ultimate setup, dream setup. You know, beautiful. I'd love to just get up there and just jack off yeah. while some guys down there watching TV. Yeah, you got your snacks. <laughs> Got a snack hole up there. Take snacks. And his wife knew about it. Yeah. She was like, eh, that's weird. I need me one like that. Yeah. Ride or die. Ride or die. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's the uh, fucking whatever it was. Yep, it is. Um, No, I think that was good. Okay, Mike, I got something for you here. Um, I know how much you've 
you've said that you wished that you could uh you could have the love of your father. Mm-hmm. What if uh what if I got some weirdo to read a poem to you? Would that be almost as good? I think it I think yeah, that would be almost as good as yeah. seeing my pop pop again yeah. and hearing him say I love you. Yeah. Is just having some other guy read a poem to me. Yeah. Well, and you're saying that without even having heard the poem. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> so this is called Love by Daddy. Okay. Mm, good. This is by Dominic Georgiou. He says, I've written a 6,000-word poem called Love. It is about how I think the world could be improved with love and your role as a reader. Okay. Um, now, he says, you can get a copy emailed to you if you back the project at the minimum tier. Um, and uh, let's see. He also brags about having written it in under 24 hours, but maybe that's just in the video, and I'll play that video in a second. Um, so you do get the uh, you do get the real deal at five dollars Australian. That's four dollars uh, U.S. And he will uh, email it to you as an ebook. Now, then you can get the audio file at twelve bucks. Then you can get uh, the uh, you can get another poem at twenty five dollars. So this guy's got a lot of poems. He's not just one. Fifty bucks, you can get a physical manuscript, and it goes on from there. I mean, he's really uh, he's giving you a lot of options here. For two thousand bucks, you can commission the publication. Um, not really sure w- why you would uh, pay. F- uh, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Uh, anyway, this is a real interesting guy. Um, here's a quick taste um, of what he says that he wants to do. I think he's a fascinating gentleman. Um, so let's let's listen to that video. This is "Love by Daddy." Internet. My name is Dominic Christopher George. I go by Curlew. And my author's pseudonym is Daddy. The book I've written is called Love. It's a 6,000-word poem, which is about what I think is necessary for this world to be a better place, and how, in a one-sided conscious discussion that represents an author's opinion, you, as a reader, can feel the love that I have in my heart and make the world a better place. This is an unscripted, one-take video which I'm using to kickstart my project such that I'm able to self-publish my book through some organization that has already established that as their business methodology in this world. I have been discussing this process with Bay uh, May House and X couple of publishers and anyway the cost is about two thousand dollars okay so um weird guy brags about doing the video in one take and improvised and then can't remember any of the uh the publishers he's working with and then uh here's my question yeah who starts a fucking video or recording or whatever doesn't plan what they're gonna do mm. and then gets like caught up in some shit like that where they're stammering or whatever <clears throat> it's a little bit unprofessional yeah on that guy's part, so. Sometimes they look at their phone when they're doing it. Oh, sorry, I had a notification. <laughs> so, so yeah, he wrote this in under 24 hours, the poem. Um, as you can see, this guy doesn't have his shit together at all, and he's a real creep. Um, here is the first page of the poem, Mike. I'd love to read this to you if you don't mind. Yeah, play some fucking, let's play some nice music behind this. Okay. Let's go ahead and toss that on there. Okay, cool. Well, for the time being, um, what, what would be good? What do you think would be good? Kiss from a Rose? Yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty good. Are we going to get a, co- a copyright strike? 
Yeah, so maybe you just hum Kiss from a Rose. Okay. <clears throat> and I'll read the poem. <clears throat> what is it to feel? There is a sense of understanding in the self that reminds us we are alive. But this space we inhabit, when left to our own devices, yearns for more than we can understand. While influenced by systems that paint a picture of shoulds and shouldn'ts, this is indoctrination, and we have the chance to be free. While subscribing to that ideology, that justifies rebellion. But this work is not designed for insurrection, but instead total integration. We will go down a path of exploration to discover ourselves and feel connection. What do you think? Beautiful. That's pretty good. And he's given that away for free. So... Um, and then I guess at some point he will, uh, maybe publish this. Maybe not. Um, he also puts a haiku in here. Double dipping on the, uh, poetry thing. He says one more little bit of my linguistic prowess to lead you into the next part of this Kickstarter page, a haiku. Uh, he calls it haiku haiku. Hmm. And this is it. It says seven syllables preceded by five and then. Followed by five more. <laughs> That's how a haiku works. Yeah. Holy shit. But he made it into a haiku as well. Oh, my God. He says, hope you like it. There's plenty more where that came from. You know how poets are always saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Stinker. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also uh, attaches uh, a, what he says is a free piece of his philosophy that ties in with the associated reward. Um, if you like it, there's plenty more available and always more on the way. So I feel like I'm in a dark alley. This guy opened up his trench coat. He's like, you'd like anything? Got some philosophy See for anything you. anything you like? <clears throat> it's a big poem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just afraid that once I get that first taste, I'm going to be hooked, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm not backing it. Uh but if you do back this guy, you can get all kinds of cool little nuggets like this. It says, uh, this, is, this is grand in nature, as from here we can help along the way other rays of light that have forsaken the oneness we all represent in pursuit of their individual direction to the end that we all actualize the truth. That being that we can only truly be happy when we all are happy. So that's kind of cool. Um, this guy's obviously just on like a bunch of mescaline. Yeah, I just ate a bunch of mushrooms and started yeah. riding in a Google Doc, which, who the fuck does that? All right. Too who the fuck ever did that? A little on the nose. What are words, he says. Starts this out by saying, <laughs> what are words? They're symbols of expression in a language. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, they fail to convey the pure intent of thought as they are confined to an expression limited by letters. Oh. God damn. Just busted it open. Oh. Oh, oh! Some guy's uh, dumb little poetry thing. Yeah. We're not on board with it. Who would have thought? $3 of the $1,543 goal. Also, he has a picture of some abstract art he's created. <clears throat> yeah, it just looks like a little worm. Yeah. I'm just busting on his art. Actually, you need to turn your monitor on, Mike, and then oh, you Oh, that's what was going on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, always, I would say always a great sign when someone says... Uh, how long the thing is that they wrote and how quickly they wrote it. Yeah. Um, the how quickly one is always good because then you can say, well, this isn't very good. And then they can say, well. Well, yeah, I wrote it. and It only took me like two months. What do you expect? <clears throat> what a dick. So, love by daddy. Also great sign calling yourself daddy. Yeah. Like 23. So. 
That's for us 40-year-old men to do, call each other daddy. <laughs> Jesse, it's daddy. Yeah. Well, that's, maybe over. you heard that. We were telling each other that in the drive-thru. <clears throat> maybe that's what you picked up on. Maybe he was the drive-thru guy, yeah. JF, what I got for you now is called the uh, Daring Contest. Mm. It's a fucking uh, card game. You know how we love those fucking card games? Can't get enough of them. So I'm tired of talking about these fucking card games. Yeah. I want to throw this fucking shit in the garbage. But the only reason it's on here is because the guy who created this one, this one's called Daring Contest, uh, he also created one that we did before called Unstable Unicorns. So he's back. He's back, baby. I don't remember how well Unstable Unicorns did. I'm guessing extraordinarily well. Yeah, it was... Uh, Do you remember what... $1,865,140. Fuck me. So, uh, insanely well. He's back at it again uh, with something called Daring Contests. And this one is a party game for friends who do stupid... Wait, hold on. We got the soundboard here. It's a it's a party game. The setup for this is just so good. When we remember that we have the soundboard, Perfect. so we have to go find it yeah. on the desk there and then press it. Right. Uh, so let's just redo it again. Uh, Daring contest, a party game for best friends who do stupid <laughs> together. Together. So nailed it that time. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> We're gonna get used to the soundboard here. People are already loving it though. Uh, it's called Daring Contest. <laughs> it's a party game for best friends who do stupid together. Nah, whatever. That was the wrong one. Um, <clears throat> well, it looks fun. What's the What's your issue with it? You don't like? Oh, I know what it is. You don't like having fun. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like having fun. Card games are a. Uh, it's like a fucking. I don't know. I've talked about it a million times. Card games insanely way, a good way to make money on Kickstarter. People love card games because they buy them for twenty dollars and never play them. Mm-hmm. And then they go on the fucking Kickstarter again. They're like, ah, card games. It's only twenty bucks, and they buy it again. Look at all these fun uh, gifts, though. Uh, he's wearing a Tyrannosaurus. No, it's a Raptor. He's wearing a Raptor mask, and he's eating a banana. So let me lay down. Oh my god, he's drawing. A unibrow on his own self. Yeah. And so you're thinking, why is this guy doing all this crazy fucking shit? Yeah. yeah. I hit the wrong one again. Um, that's because it's called Daring Contest. It's the uh, it's a party game for friends who do stupid <laughs> together. Yes. Just going to keep doing it. It's really good. So what you do is you shuffle uh, 10 cards. These are called modifier cards. <clears throat> you get 10 cards. You shuffle them up. Face down. Each round, one player is the judge of the game. At the start of each turn, the judge flips over the card in the modifier stack, the top card in the modifier stack. So each player chooses a dare card from their hand and places it face down in front of the judge. Then the judge looks through those cards, the dares, and he says, "Uh, which one do I want these guys to do? Mm -hmm. And he picks one. And then he picks a modifier card, right? The one that was already flipped over, though, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> give me an example. So, okay. So the, an example would be if you got a modifier card of, I think one of the examples listed here is, um, shit, ease your way into the judge's lap with all the finesse of a newborn giraffe. Now that's just goddamn funny to think about a newborn giraffe. They aren't yeah. very finesseful at all. Well, I right? think that was a, that's a dare card though. No, that's the, uh. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, that is the dare card. That's the, the dare mo- card. The modifier is without breaking eye contact with the judge. So yeah. it's like all these conditional-based yeah. things that kind make the twist. situation even funnier. If you can even imagine. Like, you can you can kind of imagine easing your way into the judge's lap. And I'm laughing already because <clears> it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, with all the finesse of a newborn giraffe. But you also have to uh, not break eye contact I mean, with the, the judge. Excuse me? Yeah. I got to do what now? You're going to come in here and lock me up in any second. I yeah. Gotta... Well, and if you don't do it, I got news for you. Uh, you're going to get a penalty card. Uh, the penalty card... Uh, might be something like this. It says, you are a horse. You can't sit in a chair because chairs are for people. So it's something that will modify your behavior for the rest of the game. Um, the video has a couple of different examples. Uh, one of them is like, uh, I think one of them is hide a boner. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. So you got to get a boner first. You, yeah. Some, you, the person next to you has to jack you off. They have to, they have to put their fingers underneath your dick mm-hmm. and just raise it up a little bit. Yeah. And that's enough to get you hard. Yeah. They just have to keep and sometimes, tossing your dick. Well, now, sometimes they can also have a penalty card that says edge the person next to you. Yeah. So they'll get you right up close mm-hmm. to nutting. And yeah. And they'll, but they'll pull away. They'll and you have to be honest or else you'll get another penalty card. I'm going to nut. Don't yeah. say that when you're not going to nut. Yeah. That's another penalty card. Yeah. And then it's going to be nut on your own feet. So it gets pretty dark. Um, they also have a challenge symbol on here. <laughs> Did you see the challenges that they have? Nut on your friend's feet. Yeah. You is got one it. Of the challenges. That's right. So uh, pretty silly stuff. Uh, this one's got a good video. Um, let me play this video, okay? Friends are people you can trust. Best friends are people you can trust to humiliate you. Friends comfort you when you need it most. Best friends laugh at your pain. Friends play normal party games. Best friends play daring contest. Will there be a moment no one can stop talking about? Or one no one wants to mention again? Put your best friendships to the test. Daring contest. Make it weird. Then make it weirder. Hi, I'm Rami, creator of Unstable Unicorns, and I'm here to tell you about Daring Contest. Each player starts with five dare cards, and one of those players will be the judge. At the beginning of a round, the judge flips over a modifier card, and each player puts in a dare face down that they're willing to perform in combination with the modifier. The judge shuffles the dares flips them over, and chooses the one they want to see most. You might find yourself doing an interpretive dance while keeping a straight face, sitting in an invisible chair while tweaking your nipples, or covering your chest in condiments while having the time of your life. There are literally thousands of horrifying combinations that make the game super fun to play, and maybe even more fun to watch. If a player successfully performs the dare and modifier, they earn the points and become the new judge. If not they take a penalty. You might have to watch your friends seductively milk a cow whenever they speak, snarl every time someone reaches for a new card, or hide a raging boner. Some dares have a star in the bottom right corner, which means challengers are welcome. If one of these dares is chosen, any player can try to perform the dare, and the judge will pick who did it best. So, for this one, they're... It says, the, the god of blockage must be satisfied. Perform a ritual dance of constipation uh, while swatting an imaginary fly. So it's like you have to poop, but also there's a bug bothering you. That's funny. 
That's really funny. Yeah. So uh, this one did get 100% funded in an hour and 44 minutes. <laughs> Another fucking million dollars for this guy. Probably. Anybody can do this. Go, go fucking create a fucking card game Kickstarter. Make it where sex is kind of funny to you. Yeah. A little bit edgy. Like, uh... <laughs> like poops and peas, that kind of stuff. Ah, oh, boy. Um, 83,000 of 10,000 on this one. 24 days to go. So, yeah, we may very well have another million dollars going towards Rami Ebody's uh, old uh, pocketbook. I think that's where you put the money is in the pocketbook. I'm not sure. So, all right, Mike. Well, uh, <clears throat> can I do another one? Is that okay? Uh, by all means, my friend. Okay, go I'll, ahead. I don't want to interrupt what you're working on over there. Uh, this one's called Swap Your Time. Okay. It's an online time swapping platform. Now, this is uh, this is a really, really insulting one. Um, you are going to be insulted by this uh, if you've you've ever um, uh, exchanged uh, goods and services. Um, this is going to be something that really st- steps on your ass. Um, this one um, actually is has already been uh, proposed by these guys, so I'm not sure what's happening. Uh, they did swap your time already. Uh, they did this one, looks like, uh, uh, late last year they did this one, Mike. And Did it get funded then? It did. It uh, did get funded. 102 so backers there? pledged $5,291 to bring it to life, it says here. So this is, I, I'm not sure, this is, I, I think what's going on is this was just to build the app. Yeah. And yeah, if you pledged fifty bucks, you would get to be a beta tester. Twenty five dollars was a call, ten dollars was a secret letter, five dollars was in the credits. So they funded the app on here and then went and created the service around the app that they got crowdfunded and then crowdfunded that too. Which is fucking insane, uh these guys. Um total grifters. This thing uh let me let me Try to boil it down. Um, so very similar to uh, what are all the uh, what, what are some of the apps that where you can do shit on Task, Task Rabbit? <laughs> the apps where you can do shit on. You know what I mean. Task Rabbit, yeah. Um, Tackle is around here. I've seen. Tackle is another one. Another one a- that's like uh, I can do that or so. What's the, what's the fucking other one that they just came out with? Yeah, there's another I one. I, there's there's like lawsuits and shit around it now. Of course. You know, some app genius is going to try to turn into a billionaire off of um, taking 5% every time you go to water somebody's flowers or something. Um, And this is sort of the same idea, except for instead of um, giving people money and receiving money, uh, so stupid, you uh, receive time. Now, how do you receive time, you might want to ask. This sounds like the plot of a Justin Timberlake movie. Yeah. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. What are you talking about? It's like a... I'll explain it later. (laughs) Uh, It's another one of the bad movies I've seen. Um, You you love fucking bad movies. I I think anything with, like, Steve Zahn is, like, your favorite movie. No, see, that's so fucked... No, this is so fucked up. People don't get which bad movies I like, and that's what I'm bothered by. I want to correct a lot of the misconceptions. I don't just like corny comedies. You know, I like I like uh, high concept um, uh, action. You know, 
like, like a 90s action thriller. But not even that old. See? Not even that old. Like early 2000s. You like a... Yeah. I like something... A sci-fi with a premise, you know? I like when there's something weird going on. I think it's cool. So you you love the fucking your Kickstarter sucks podcast then because there's always some goddamn weird shit going on in this fucking thing. Yeah, name one thing. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't come up with one. So this is what they do here. Um, it says we've worked very hard for one year to create our software. What they mean by that is is they got five thousand dollars on Kickstarter to do it. What this thing does is it gives you they call them T's and the T's represent time. Uh, but what it actually clever, yeah, yeah, smart. It's uh, it's actually just an in-app currency. Um, so you go do something for somebody, they give you a, a two T's off of it, and then you need something done, so you exchange those two T's for for that chore. Oh, but you need more T's. So how do you get more T's? Well, you can either do more things, or you can pay them to buy T's. Yeah. So it kind of defeats the purpose right off the bat of saying there's no money involved. Except when you buy teas off of us. Right. That's where the money. Yeah. But other than that. Completely currency free. It's just time. All it is. Yeah. We want to get back to the olden days where it was bartering. You know, we just did things for each other. You know, it wasn't all about money. Yeah. Except for when you do give it to us. Then We're the money guys. Oh, can I just do some stuff around your guys' office? No. Work off this debt? No. No, you can't. We don't need Sorry. Any, we don't need anything done. We got interns. Yeah, we maybe. actually we kickstart everything we need. So <laughs> I'm gonna play this video. I'm gonna let them see if they can make a better case. I don't think they can. Time is the most important asset, and most of us can't accomplish everything we want in life because we constantly run out of time or don't have resources to pay for the things we need. Now envision the world without currency, where everybody is exchanging service for service, absolutely free. Swap Your Time platform allows you to gain more time while receiving things that you need in exchange for things you love doing. It's simple and free. For example, you like walking dogs but hate cleaning. You can swap your time with somebody who likes cleaning and you can walk their dog. Or you like doing graphics but don't like doing data entry. You can swap your time with somebody that loves data entry but needs a graphic designer. You can do it in your neighborhood or around the globe. Swap Your Time allows you to choose a geographical area where you would want to exchange services within. The possibilities are endless. So how does it work? When you register on our platform through a social media account, you receive 5T. T stands for time, our virtual currency. Every time you find a service you need, you can swap your time for free. If you are busy, you can just buy it with T. If you need more T to complete a transaction... You can either earn time or purchase time from us. Have too much time and need extra cash? You can always sell your time to us. The best news is our virtual currency appreciates in value over time, so you can receive more services for less. Register now through a... So <laughs> I fucking forgot about the concept that their artificial currency would uh, forever <laughs> increase in value. Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's like a... That rocks. What is it like, like a fucking Bitcoin thing they're trying to emulate? With a, <laughs> it certainly has those aspects because it is a, a fake currency, but <clears throat> I'm not sure how they would guarantee that. That's really stupid. Uh, if you sign up now, you'll get 5T, um, <laughs> but then you can buy some more later. I don't know. I, what a joke this is. I mean, these guys are scammers. Um, $128 of $550, 28 days to go. You know... <sighs> 
It, it, forget the fact that it's weird enough they're asking for money in the first place, right? Yeah. Shouldn't they not need the money? You got all the tea in the world. Just sell out the tea. Just toss out the tea. There for, you go. Hey, for fifteen hundred bucks, you can meet them. And they also <clears throat> tried that uh, on the other uh, campaign, and nobody bit. So they're trying that one again. Uh, once again, for ten dollars, you're a beta tester. Five dollars, you can uh, hop on a quick call with them. Um, so you actually can't buy any tea right now. Yeah. So. Uh, does say it's patent pending here, so good luck to them on getting this patent for buying time. Um, really insulting, really stupid. Uh, these guys, they got to go. They get the trash. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck, right? <laughs> One thing is, uh, it was really funny. Uh, they were like, oh, you ever have too much time? <laughs> the classic thing that we all have. <laughs> Anyways, it reminds me of this Justin Timberlake movie. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called, I think it's called Out of Time. Yeah. All right. So. I believe I remember that one. No, you don't. All no, right. I don't remember. So that was Swap Your Time, the online time-swapping platform. Finally. We can do, uh, we can exchange services for absolutely free, except uh, for when we can also pay for them. And also, uh, that's how we get the currency that is free, is by paying for it. So. Kind of a cool uh, scam by those guys. Jay, if you have grandparents and loved ones and everything like that, right? All my grandparents are dead. Mm-mm. You're going to hate this one then. This is called Bring Life to the Memories of the Elderly. Um, and what this is, JF, it's a... Uh, Tell me what it is. <sighs> um, so let me just try to lay this out here. Okay. This person wants to start a service where they go to old folks' homes and... Uh, Is that where you live? No, it's not where I live. Because you're Jesse. old. Yeah, I'm 45 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, this person wants to go to uh, these fucking old folks' homes and everything and talk to the old people there and, uh, like, uh, make blankets using, like, Google Image. Look, it's a whole fucking thing, all right? This one takes a lot of turns. There is a lot involved in this. Um, Let me just read you some of the... I'm going to skip around here because there's a a lot to it. In 2017, I was enjoying time with my 98-year-old grandma. Kind of a brag. Yeah. How old she is. I had this idea. I turned on my laptop and we Googled her old college, her old house address. We looked for photos on her alumni website. Yeah, my grandma went to college. Yeah. How many of our elderly would love to have moments such as this? Just looking at the laptop, I guess. <laughs> they love it. Um, so uh, it was this very experience that I decided to uh, – a nonprofit and an LLC could be created to help the elderly relive their moments – or sorry, their memories. This nonprofit would raise funds to offer these services to the elderly that didn't have the money. We would also charge to provide these services and create an LLC to create memorable photo blankets – yeah, the blankets kind of comes out of nowhere. With not only their family, but the places they have lived and been. So she wants to make like photo quilts yeah. for old people. Right. But she wants to create like a business. But she specifically. <clears throat> but some for of it, it also needs to be free. Yeah, some of it's free for old people who are in the old folks' homes. But if you're not in the old folks' home, we're going to charge you. Yeah, so like, uh, like the world's shittiest shutterfly, basically. 
depending on how much money I would get, I would eventually want to have a website where family members can scan and upload photos to a website. Hey, that is called Facebook or Flickr or Photo Bucket or whatever the fuck that's still around. Imager. Um, My grandmother was a huge Imagerian (laughs) before she died. That's just any website. Um, I'm not going to like pick this apart based upon how stupid it is because I'll be here all fucking day, but this is extremely stupid. Um, it's not really a solid business idea. If this were on Shark Tank, they would tell her to fuck off. Oh, yeah. Shoot her with a pistol. they drop her through the trap door and there's a bunch of sharks. Yeah. Because of Shark, shark tank. tank. Yeah. The real Shark Tank is they're below. Up, they're up top. They're saying, but this one is also a Shark Tank. You were wondering why this is called Shark Tank. Yeah. And it's not just because we're shark-like in our business acumen. All right. It's because we have a Shark Tank below, mm-hmm. and you just fell into it. And she's like, ah, can't yeah. hear anything because yeah, half she, her face is torn She's off. already dead, but there's still a monologuing still about monologuing. what it is. Cameras are still rolling, so yeah, you, you know, got the, to. The, Cana- you got, the so- Canadian one is called Dragon's Den. Yeah. So you can kind of put that one together. They open up the trap door. There's a bunch of freaking... Sharks down there. Sharks down there, and they just tear her apart. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get a dragon. I mean, it's not real. So yeah, it's not real. But um, this is a stinker. This sucks so bad. Um, and the thing t- that sucks the most about it to me is spending time with old people. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You ever done that before? Lucky Holy hell. for you, your grandparents are dead, so thank, you don't have to spend any more time with them. Thank God. Um, um yeah, it was excruciating. Those yeah, final just days. tapping your watch, and it's like yeah. Right. And I remember when I was in high school, I, there was a girl I loved. Right. I need you to find her. Yeah. Uh, Tell her. Uh, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Game's on. And plus, they, they didn't actually remember anything. My grandmother had Alzheimer's, so she didn't remember anything at all. So Even worse. It was like, she would always come back from uh, Taco Bell, and it would be like the wrong types of tacos. And I was like, you stupid Idiot. bitch. Idiot. <laughs> Shove her out I of have, house. I have Alzheimer's. I Make her sleep in the garage. Sick of it. You know, it's just garbage. But Pile of rags. The thing to me that is most despicable about this is the idea of sleeping with a blanket that has uh, Google Maps images of my old houses on it. Yeah, it's like a cute idea, okay, for if you're, if you're like a, uh, if you're doing it for a loved one. But yeah. creating a whole business out of it. Do the t-shirt quilt if you want Do to. Do the t-shirt quilt. Or make t-shirts... Do a do a fucking business where you people send you the t shirt the photos and right printed on a t shirt or something. Old people can wear a t shirt. Old uh, people love t shirts. I don't know. Um, old people love V necks. They're really into deep V's. Deeps. Yeah, the ninety year old women um, with your titties and hanging out. Yeah. Ah. I don't understand how you would print something on a blanket. I'm assuming that there is a way to do it, but. It has to make... First of all, you have to have a cheap blanket to do it because you wouldn't do it on an expensive one. You're not doing this with like a Land's End... Yeah, I'm assuming it's synthetic just... Synthetic down uh, comforter, right? You're printing the whole... You're printing the whole blanket top as one uh, sheet. Is it a duvet cover, though? You have to sew it together. No, I think... Oh, you're saying... So, so, you so that bo- it's a quilt. You have the bottom... Yeah, I think, I think so. Oh, okay. It doesn't say that. Looks like a quilt. Well, it looks Look, like shit. it's never going to get made. But anyway. Google so quibbling like Goog- over what type the of the fucking Google <laughs> Maps picture of it is what really gets me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Her grandma liked it. You calling her a liar? She's probably dead now. Sorry about your dead grandma. You know how grandparents are always extremely honest about what they like and don't like. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah. Trash immediately as soon as you leave. 
Stop inviting that kid over. Yeah. I love creating a quilt of photos. That's so amazing. Zero dollars of the $50,000 goal. 29 days to go, though, so still anybody's uh, I would say one one miscalculation on this was the pledge level, which is $100, and you get free advertisement for five years. Yeah. Seems like a strange... Not not a... Doesn't really track with me. Wouldn't you want to do something that had something to do with, like, a? what if you got, like, a free quilt? Yeah. You know? Um, it does say that if you back at a $10,000 level, which again, there is not a $10,000 level. This is actually written in the $100 level copy. It says if you're at $10,000, you'll get a chance to be the first icon at the top since I will rotate the order every 30 days. This is free advertisement for five years. I only have room for 10 people at the top of this backers webpage at the $10,000 level. So, only five people can donate $10,000 to the Grandma Quilt Fund. So uh, not sure what this person is doing website-wise. Sounds kind of strange. First things first, I would get a building, create a website, buy the necessary supplies to make right. the photo blankets, and then hire a secretary. Okay. The most, maybe the most insane business idea. Ever. Yeah. Like if you took this to a bank and asked for a loan, they would shoot you in the stomach. <laughs> The bank people would. First things first, I need a building because where else am I going to put all the grandmas? <clears throat> yeah. I would advertise on social media and possibly radio. I'm going to advertise my uh, hmm. photo blanket on the radio. Yeah. Terrestrial. Let's keep this thing local. I would use no more than $5. Is that $5 a month? It's five comma zero zero. So $5 or $5,000. I think it's meant to be $5, yeah. A $100 ad on Facebook can reach 1,000s of people if you know what you are doing. I'm very strong in marketing and know this marketing on so- and know how this marketing on social media works. Mm-hmm. Very strong internet marketer. Yeah. This lady. Kind of Trumpian. Um, I would love to quit my job and have this running up in two months, it says here. Maybe um, extremely optimistic. Yeah. Jeez. Not a fan of this one. I don't know. Very weird. Zero dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. I would say so. pathetic is how I would describe this one. <laughs> this is nice. Created this because of her nice grandma. Yeah. But pathetic as yeah, far as just, an idea just goes. Just trash. I'm lady. opening the, tr- the shark door now. All right. Well, from the uh, from the hilarious to the depressing, um, I've got one here that you're really going to hate to listen to, and I'm sorry. It's called the Rhino Shield Bulletproof Backpack. Yeah. This is for schools. It's for concerts, etc. It says, protection is a personal responsibility. That's cool. They're already out the gate with the right-wing propaganda, saying it's your responsibility not to get shot. Uh, the Rhino Shield puts the power of protection in your hands wherever you are. This is by Rhino USA. It's their first creation. First thing these massive pieces of shit have put out is uh, a product designed to prey on people's fears for their children, which you got to love. Um, for 80 bucks, you're going to get a bulletproof insert, which is just like a little sheet of Kevlar or whatever knockoff Kevlar they have. And you can slide it into a Jansport backpack. You know, those old, remember those Jansport backpacks? <clears throat> yeah. Now they can be bulletproof as well. For 129 bucks, you get the super early bird version of their special backpack. Okay. 
then you can get uh, for two hundred dollars, you get uh, their backpack, the bulletproof insert, and the power bank for the Rhino Shield. Oh, because you thought, oh, you thought this was just about saving lives. It's also about keeping your devices charged up to the very tip top at all times, wherever you go. Always have your phone uh, ready to do an app. Um, and from there, you can just double up and triple up, depending on how many of your kids' lives you want to save. Um, this also has uh, an RFID uh, blocking pocket, and it's waterproof. Um, and it has USB charging, like I said, and also it's bulletproof. So sort of the main things you look for in a backpack, you know, can it charge my phone? Can it keep people from scanning my passport? Um can I take it out in the rain? Yeah. And also, will it stop a bullet um, if someone's shooting at me? Because they read on an online forum that the era of uh, white rule is coming to an end. Well, this is so depressing to me. The the fucking... The... Uh, I don't know. The industry that's uh, fucking being generated around these, like, school shootings. Like... Uh, more guns for the teachers and everything, or more guards or whatever for the schools, right. or bulletproof backpacks. Like, it's so crazy. Nobody's going to fucking hold up their backpack as someone's, like, shooting. You're going to fucking duck out of the way. Right. You're not going to, ah, oh, my backpack's bulletproof, so I'm going to yeah. hold this little back. They have, like, an illustration or a photo of some guy, like, using it. Yeah. Where he's, like, crossing his arms in front of himself. Trying to get his head down to where his backpack is, which it's not even close. Holding the backpack in front of himself, right. in front of his face. Or, like, hiding behind it or whatever. I don't know, man. Doesn't seem like the solution uh, to me. Yeah, it's... I mean, there's so many aspects of this that are so horrifying. Uh, number one, that this keeps happening. Number two, that, like you said, there's this cottage industry now of people who are going to try to make a buck off of it. Um, number three, that there are so many people who don't see anything wrong with it and think, oh, yeah, we just need more products to throw at this. Hell, even more guns, like you said. And that'll fix it. Um, it has not occurred to basically anybody that uh, we should stop having guns. Um, basically anybody over like the age of 40, I guess I should say. Um, but this is what it says here. The sad truth about guns is what it says here. This is where they get into a little editorializing, and this is what made me uh, want to uh, burn their warehouse down. It says, the sad truth about guns, and it's got a picture of a guy holding a gun, which is kind of cool. Uh, the loudest call comes from those on the left who are seeking to turn Sandy Hook into a rallying cry to remake and revive the gun control movement of the 1990s. So how big of a piece of shit do you have to be Yeah, in your bulletproof backpack ad copy to say uh, Sandy Hook? Uh, yeah, like uh, the left is using Sandy Hook to... Fuck, yeah. like now buy my backpack. You should be using Sandy Hook. It's fucking terrible, yeah. you idiot. The worst thing that's ever <laughs> so, happened, pretty much. So crazy to me. That people are like, let's do more guns, and we got to get more people with guns, and then the crime will stop or whatever. That famous uh, era in American history when everyone had a gun, the Wild West, when yeah. everything was very calm. That's why they called it the Wild West, because <laughs> everyone had a gun. Right. And it was very level-headed about everything. Everyone walked around yeah. with a gun at all times, yeah. and uh, there was no crime. No crime whatsoever, so let's go back to that. No violent video games, I think. It's insane to me that... One kid was like not enough. Yeah, it was like what was it like nineteen kids or something like that? Right, Jesus. Yeah, but still not enough because it's in the Constitution. We basically fucked ourselves, so it's not never going away. We'll never get rid of guns. No, oh, never, never. It'll never happen. Yeah, we're stuck with this. 
And, it, and, and honestly, it's not just the con- the Constitution is part of it because people like to fuck the Constitution, um, and that got everybody started. But the 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 fucking the it's out of control. Like, there's no way it ever goes back. We've already got it. You can't take it away. There's no such thing as taking this away. You know. Yeah. Um, they go on to say, and despite the media's nearly unanimous calls for further restriction, which that's fucking. What kind of lunatic do you have to be to believe that that's that the media? The media, you know, the media wants things, right? Um, Polls indicate that the American people are still greatly skeptical about whether limiting gun use or rolling back the Second Amendment would in any way prevent such calamities. And they suspect that such restrictions will instead leave American citizens less capable of defending themselves. Yeah, I I remember that poll where they said, do I suspect that? Uh, Then they have a nice little chart here that says gun violence continues to rise overall. And they use that. To say that you should get the bulletproof backpack and that guns aren't the problem. Yeah. Man, it just seems the more and more guns we have, the more people are getting shot by guns. I don't know. I can't solve this riddle. An impossible problem. Gun violence continues to rise overall. They got their little chart there. Man, that's that's so fucked to like use. Oh, the loudest call comes from those on the left who are seeking to turn Sandy Hook into a rallying cry. Now, uh, watch this graph that we put down here. Yeah. Where we're basically doing the same thing. Right. (laughs) Fuck off. This is actually, this company is called Rhino USA, and they make uh, automobile parts, uh, off-road gear and whatnot. It's a legit company. Yeah, here's a picture of the five pieces of shit who make it. Um, They look like complete dirtbags. Uh, they're big, yeah, they're big dirt bike people, of course. So that's great. A father and son, uh, father and two sons from Temecula, California. Temecula is where they're going to put that meme restaurant that we talked about in the last one, right? Father and son had a dream when they saw the Sandy Hook news. (laughs) The, the dollar signs in their eyes just fucking went lit up. Right. And from that small dream, a company was born. Came an insanely ugly backpack. That no one is ever going to want to carry. Well, don't say it's ugly. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's too far. <laughs> too far. Uh, and then you've, what's interesting about this to me is you've got these, um, did you see the little reviews that they've got here? Pre-launch customer reviews, it says here. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at this. The four very clearly stock photo families. Yeah, man. One of, one of which, I might add, mm-hmm. is, a, is a man of color, mm-hmm. black, black man with his two sons. And that's one of the stock photos that they used. His name is Terrence. Right. It's a verified purchase. They're all verified. So they're all purchase, very yeah. real right. people. Even though the product hasn't launched yet. Yeah. And even though down here at the bottom, um, it says these are in the making right now and we will have them in our warehouse in the beginning of May. So kind of weird that they would have them uh, already sold uh, here. I don't see any place where you could sell it, uh, much less to... A, st- a stock photo family of uh, just a mom and a and a son and a daughter. The dad's not in the picture. Uh, who knows? But Kathleen says, I ordered the Rhino Shield as I was sitting outside my kid's high school waiting for them to come out after there was a report of a student with a gun. Wow, what are the odds, Mike? Oh, I just Google image searched that uh, Yeah, the black guy and his two kids. Yeah. It comes up, portrait African-American parents, teenagers, Shutterstock.com. Portrait, African-American parents, teenager, daughter, sons, stock stock footage, video, 3094609. So big shout out to that guy and the family or whatever for ordering that backpack. Very, very happy. Weird coincidence that 
this guy's job is a stock photo model, but also he wanted to buy the thing. Yeah. And I guess maybe he just got extra copies of the photo he could give out to people when he yeah. buys stuff. <laughs> uh, and you can't say that they're just meant to be generic photos either because it does say verified purchase. And here's one from Lauren who says, two of my kids are in college and one is a junior in high school. So that's three kids total, uh, two of which are older and one of which is younger. And that's exactly what's depicted in the stock photo there next to it. It says, I got one for each of them. Enough room for books, laptop, etc. Not heavy with the Kevlar insert either. The RFID pocket and USB port are a plus. Overall, very impressed. You know how moms are always saying the RFID pocket is a plus? Yeah. Moms go crazy about RFIDs. My mom definitely not only knows what RFID is, but is also dedicated to making sure that no one exploits it whenever she's carrying her RFID devices around in her backpack, which she wears all the time. Um, these guys are complete scammers. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and pieces of trash as well. Shitty people. Just awful people. <laughs> Most of the time on here, you've got somebody who's like, uh, all right, they're trying to make a buck or whatever. Like, yeah. That's what we all do. We all try to make a buck. Or you got somebody on here who just has never been told no, you know? They just don't understand what a good business would sound like. They can't even emulate it, you know? But these guys are uh, just complete assholes. Um, big pieces of shit. I hope this never take us, takes off. Um, I hope none of their other products take off. Uh, they deserve only the worst. Uh, $1,175 of $10,000. Uh, 28 days to go. Um, I think I will probably at least send an email over to the stock photo people and see if they paid for it and just let them know they're using their photos. Because uh, there's no way they paid for it because these guys are scammers. So yeah, that's my thing on the uh, Rhino uh, backpack. Oh, oh, uh, one final thing I did want to say. Um, this is not in the sad truth about guns. This is under the heading protection anywhere you go. So just to be clear, this is what it says. Uh, they want to keep you safe. Da 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 da. The level 3A body armor will provide protection from many small arm weapons. The 9mm, 44 Magnum, and just about any other handgun will not be able to cause serious injury to someone that is shot in the chest while wearing one of these types of body armor. When the armor is used in conjunction with other protective panels, maximum protection is provided. So they're saying here, Mike, yeah. if you combine our bulletproof backpack with other bulletproof stuff, hey, maximize the bulletproofness. You're going yeah. to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but they also say, hey, um, our backpack can stop fire from a 9mm. Yeah. Which is something you'd like, uh, just if you're not a gunhead out there, a 9mm is like one step above something you'd use to shoot a squirrel. Um, like a twenty two or something? Yeah. So 9mm, not much better than that. Um, and also it doesn't even say that it will stop all injury. It just says serious injury. Um, and most of the time it will do that. But, Mike, as you know, um, for some reason, and I can't figure out what it is, whether it's uh, the AR standing for assault rifle or what, <laughs> it seems like a lot of the kids who do these school <clears throat> shootings um, don't seem to go in with, like, a little six-shooter. Yeah, they seem to be packed to the gills here. It seems like they don't just go in and shoot six times and then leave. It seems like they have um, massive military-grade assault weapons that yeah. uh, unload at you know, hundreds of bullets a minute and multiple extended mags, um, which this uh, body armor does nothing against. It'll pierce it like butter. JF, wouldn't you rather have a bulletproof backpack than nothing else? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Probably not. No. 
No, I would not. I'd <laughs> the guy would just food. the guy would just shoot you and see that you're not uh, dying, and just shoot you in a different spot of your body. Yeah, because the back. Just to be clear, the backpack is normal sized. Yeah. You know, and I'm a big fat guy. I can't get behind a little Jansport. And you are in high school, so and this I is a big Well, look, big I, already, okay, I already went through high school, but I didn't pass, and I'm trying to go back and, and gain control of my father's company. That's the only reason I'm in there. <laughs> That's it. That's the six-pack. Thank you guys so much. These guys can get fucked. This shit sucks. Major ass. Yeah. Extremely, extremely late on that one. No, it was good. Really? Okay. Yeah, that was really good. <clears throat> All right, so next up we've got that's where you come in, Mike. Uh, yeah, that's correct, Jesse. I'm going to get this. Hold on. Just vamp for a second. Well, la di da di da Did I not put it on there? I don't think it's on here. Okay. Well, you get the idea. <laughs> that's where you come in. Cut it off too soon there, Mike. Uh, that's where you come in. This is the mailbag segment. If you would like your letter read on the show, drop us a line at your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Uh, just so you know. You're, no, you're going to tell them what to write about, you fucking idiot? You always do this to me, so I'm putting you, yeah. you on the spot here. Uh, just so you know, no matter how much of the fumbling around I cut out before, there was more. Yeah. Um, there was a lot more. So uh, The first one we got here comes from Kyle. Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Kyle, hey, Big bud. dog. Oh, 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 oh. Our old friend. Our old friend, Kyle. Kyle writes in, has, has anyone ever told you guys that Jesse sounds like Jason Sudeikis and looks like Jason Suckdickus? Hmm. Interesting. Have you heard that before? Sounds like he kind of yeah. had that one already charged up and ready to go. Did Taco Bell tell the guy tell you that before? <laughs> hey, you look like Jason Suckdickus. No, he said, you look Fire. like a very handsome male model. 20 years old. What he told me. Prime of your life. Uh, no, I don't think anybody's ever told JF that. He gets a lot of, uh, he gets a lot of, you know what, uh, we were at the mall. Mm-hmm. We go to the Opry Hills Mall a lot mm-hmm. and do the walking around the mall. Sure. Like the old people or whatever. Right. And a lot of times I'll be at the mall with JF and people will come up to, and I'm like, uh, here comes a guy. He's coming up to me for an autograph. Right. Wrong. He's coming up to Jesse and he's saying, hey, weren't you that guy in that movie? Uh, the Blob in the 1980s. You were the Blob from The Blob. And Je- Jesse's like, no, I get that all the time. Yeah. I wasn't The Blob. Right. Um, I'm Blob-like. Yeah. But uh, no. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, also, you lived here for four years. Do you think it's the Opry Hills Mall? Whatever it is. Is I'm, that what you think I'll it's called? I'll never learn that. <laughs> Is that what you think it's called? I don't care. You piece uh, of shit. Hey, Zach writes, hey, Mike and JF, I adore the show and your easy conversation with, with each other. Is he listening to the right fucking... Come on, Zach. With, be more uh, like Kyle. Anyway, I wanted to address the fact that you call the main segment in your show the six SPAC. Okay. Uh, and something I still don't understand. You routine, r- routinely define the six SPAC yeah. as a segment where you discuss a half dozen ongoing Kickstarter projects. But fail to explain why you combine the words six and SPAC to do so. From what I can ascertain, SPAC is pejorative slang used in the UK 
to describe a clumsy, foolish, or mentally deficient person. Is this meant to describe the creators of the projects you're lampooning? Some clarification on the issue would be greatly appreciated. Uh, sweet dreams. See, this is why we explain it every week, because people yeah. always ask what is going on. You know. I think we got to get back to explaining it. We tried this week, but I don't, I don't think it's going to take. We'll go back to explaining it in depth next time. Well, next time we'll explain what the six spack is. Yeah, we'll do that next time. Um, hey, Tony writes, hey, guys, this is Tony. Tony! Big Tone. Tone Bone. Tony Baloney. Uh, he says, big fan of the show. T-Bone. Uh, nice. Yeah. Quick question, was checking out some of uh, the back cat, Ooh. and I noticed that way back in episode three, you introduced a segment called the Long Suck, but I don't remember ever hearing it come up again. Was there supposed to be a second installment, or was the second installment of the Long Suck just the subsequent 46 episodes? Thanks. Bye. Jesus. Did yeah. you know that he was going to burn us when you put that in here? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. Because that was pretty much a dunk on us. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Yeah, that's another one of those things we abandoned. I don't know why or because well, I guess I just don't care. So that would be my answer is uh, it probably wasn't any good. But thank you for listening to the back catalog. Yeah, very brave of you. Hey, uh, t- take this. You'll need it on your travels. What is it? It's like a from the meme of it where it's like a video game. It's like a. Oh, yeah. Nice. What is it? Is it like it's a, a Zelda? He's giving him a sword or whatever. Take this. Yeah. You'll need this. And it's like a big bong full of pot. Episode 51. We're done. That's <clears> it. <throat> we did it again, guys. Um, Oops, we did it again. Oh, shit. Yeah, remember that jam? I do, yeah. Um, please check us out on Patreon. Uh, we've got a couple more episodes coming for you uh, later this month. Uh, iTunes review would be great if you have a chance. And finally, if you'd like to have your voicemail, perhaps appear on the show, I would say write something funny down. Try it a couple times in the mirror, you know, or just ask a general question as well if you don't want to act. Yeah. If you don't want to develop a character, if you don't want to go through all that trouble, just ask us a question about our lives and we'll totally answer it um, 100% sincerely. That number is 802-359-PISS. That's the YKS PISS hotline. Uh, So check that out uh, as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the 51st episode. Hey, 51 more after this, Mike. Yeah, that's how they go. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right, guys, we'll we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, this is Dracula. I'm getting real sick of you guys walking in with me jacking off. Knock it off.